All right, everybody, how's it going today? Welcome to the Warrior Mindset and Motivated Podcast. I am your host, Eric Castillo, and today we got a, a special guest. She's military comedian. Uh, I thought she was out of the Army, but she's not. She still has a year left. She's uh, active duty, starting first class, Aston Amuse. She's super awesome. We were talking, cracks me up. She'll she'll uh, talk about her service and things and pull some heartstrings, and it'll it'll be a nice, good talk today for everybody Uh so that way you can you can see what's going on behind the scenes in her life. So go ahead, drill sergeant, take it away. Who? <laughs> well, all right. No. <laughs> so all right. So like you said, um, I am still active. Um, I'm actually working on year number nineteen. So I got a big, about a year and a half left. Um, I came in in 2002, straight out of high school. Um, I knew that college wasn't really going to be something that I wanted to jump right into because I barely wanted to do high school. So I came in, uh, did my basic at Fort Jackson, did my AIT at Fort Gordon. And then I um, I, I came in as a 25 Bravo, um, showing my age a little bit. It was 74 Bravo when I came in and it kind of changed <laughs> while I was in. And I've been doing that ever since, computers. Um, I've been stationed in Germany, Fort Campbell, Hawaii. And after Hawaii, that's when I went drill. Uh, completed mm-hmm. my job as a drill sergeant, and then I was an advanced individual training instructor. Uh, I also do sharp, EO. Uh, I've been the UPL. Um, <laughs> there's a few things, all those extra duties that we do. And um, mm-hmm. now I'm I'm currently um, still active, but I'm enrolled in the CCU, which is a community care unit, um, recovering from breast cancer. Nice. Okay. I, I actually joined right out of high school, also in 2000. Like. Three months after high school, gone to Fort Sill and did, and did the did the OSIT training, one station unit training. Mm. Uh, and I always, for me, like I always liked the the UPL because I don't have to watch anybody and I get to issue the paperwork. So that's always the the best thing. Yeah, <laughs> so, until they bring, until they bring the cup and it's got like that little bit on the side. And like, ah! oh no, I make them clean it. I'd be like, oh, uh-uh, get the paper towel. And you wipe all this mess right here. I'm not touching that. I don't care if I got gloves on, you know, <laughs> but um, uh, I saw that you uh, deployed. You did a deployment to Iraq, right? So, yes. Um, imagine brand new PV, PV2, you know, fresh out recruiter was like, oh, no, you're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything. And I get to my unit and we deployed to uh, to Iraq. Um, I was with HAC Discom out of Wiesbaden, Germany on the airfield and within two weeks I had gotten the the new desert gear and everything and they were like yeah all right we're going and I'm like are you serious and then you think back before you know they were flying people from Kuwait to wherever they were going we had to drive so now <laughs> brand new private out of the IP thrown into a deployment and and my NCO at the time well he wasn't my NCO but he was the person that I had to drive made me drive the entire time we got attacked <laughs> like three times so i'm on i'm like behind the truck crying because i don't know what's going on it was just a lot so oh uh, poor thing <laughs> we were supposed to be out there for i believe originally it was nine months and then they extended us and then they extended us again so we ended up being out there for a year and three months so 15 months oh yeah yeah. We we almost got extended once. We uh on my third deployment, we were at like the eleventh month mark and they're like, Hey, there's a rumor of extension to eighteen months. And I was like, Oh, 
hell no. We you could you can feel everybody's heart sink. And you're just like, you know. But then like within a week, they're like, nope, they're coming. Then we'll we'll be good. And we were like, oh, oh. you know, like because it was coming towards Ramadan time, and that's when things start. Well, you know, yeah. When you got to lock everything down, you got to be mm-hmm. mindful of everything that you do. Like it was crazy. Yes, I used exactly. to. We used to have to go from. Um, like uh, camp to camp to to set up the internet and set up satellites and stuff. And I would make it a point to like, un- like if we were driving by and there were females in a vehicle and there mm-hmm. were guys beside them, if I was sitting on the back and they were, you know, we, I used to yeah. cover my face and they would look and I would uncover my face. Like, uh-uh, I'm a woman. Don't do it. Don't you throw that at me. I'm a woman too. Like, well- what we did is what we learned, at least in, in Kandahar, is we had the women wear scarves around their neck because then that symbolized feminism. And then they'd be like, oh, okay, woman, because it's, I know one of them actually told me that they see the uniform and they don't even know it's a woman at the time. Right. So we had them wear like certain scarves and colors and things so that way they know it's a woman. So well, that see, way I, it would really. I wish they'd have done that. Like we did not have that. We were just on our own. Like don't look at anybody. What you mean? Don't. How am I supposed to pull security? What am I? Okay. Woman. <laughs> I don't know what to do. It's craziness. So here's one that's actually, and I just, as you were talking, I thought of this one, um, all your additional duties, because I at one point had like nine. So I know the, (laughs) know the, the craziness. So when you, when you and Drosar, how's that balance? Because I've had some friends who are Drosar and trying to maintain a healthy balance. How how were you able to maintain a healthy balance? If you even did, if you didn't, that's okay too. But how do you, how did you, I mean, because I know some people who can't and it's hard and it's like a learning curve. I never went. But I know the life is crazy. So how did you do it? Yes, it is. Um, so I I actually, I had I was a brand new mother, right? So I just had my son. And I think when I went on the drill sergeant trail, he was one. Um, and I was, I got a divorce around the same time. Okay. He wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. So we had, <laughs> you know, no regrets. I got my son out of it. So thank you, ex. Um <laughs> So, um, I actually ended up, um, giving my son to my mom for the time that I was on, uh, the trail. So with me finding a balance, I really didn't have an issue because technically I was a single soldier, you know, but I had my mom who is retired military. So she had access to posts. So when she went to work, she could still enroll him in a CDC and everything. So it was basically, you know, just to, hey, watch him for these two years. I'll come visit. Y'all come visit. And that's pretty much how we got it done, because there is no way I would have been able to do that. No. You know, two o'clock, I'm on the on the, the night fire range, two o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning. Hey, have my son in the Humvee. <laughs> um, but I think what they're doing now is and it's something that I wish that they would have done when I was on or so I heard. I don't know if they started yet. Is they're doing a 24 hour CDC for the parents or the the single mothers or single fathers that are out there at Jackson right now. So they have, it, it's going to be open 24 hours and that'll kind of, you know, help them out. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's a, wow. That, that's a definitely a new turn development because they would be closing at five and at five Oh one, they're calling and charging right. extra by the minute. Extra. Mm-hmm. So yeah. You know, mm-hmm. And then they call command and you get in trouble. Like, why aren't you picking up your kid? Well, they, you won't let me leave. Like, exactly. Like, yeah. Child Protective Services? What? 
It's seventeen oh three. What you mean? Crazy. <laughs> no, for real. Well, I mean, really, that just really meant that since you were like considered a single soldier at the time, you just wrecked more havoc to all the privates, yeah. really. Like all of the anger that I was feeling because I wasn't <laughs> around my sons. And I'm like, <laughs> yep. That, I get my face. You think I'm gonna do to you? Like, it, just, it was just. I enjoyed it. I thought it was. I thought it was really good. Uh-oh. Where'd he go? Can y'all, can, can everybody hear me? I think we're still on. Not sure. Oh, there we go. I was like, yo, can they still hear me? I'm about to host this show. <laughs> <laughs> it just cut out. Like, I was about to text you. I was like, hey. I think you cut out again, right? <laughs> but um, that, I think that was a good way to leave it, though. You had that face, and it was like like you just shut the the, the camera off. Like, you know what? This is the anger of what I was feeling. I'm turning the cameras off right now. Watch. Like, everything's shutting down. Feel <laughs> the wrath, the power. That, that, that was the energy you on. had. See, I, and I felt that. I was over here at Prairie Rest. Like, like, you know? <laughs> but uh, we're going we're gonna to shift it now into... One of the one of the big funny things is the the skits you do or or how did those actually start? I mean, because I know like I know sometimes they're just an idea and then they kind of just evolve. So like, why did they start? How did they start? Even they started out of boredom, to be honest. So it was it was a little bit of boredom and it was a little bit of you know when the vines started becoming a big thing and you had to do like the people were doing the six second videos and i was like yo i could probably think of like a few of these that can be done for the army mm -hmm. and i honestly did my first video that it kind of went it was like 258,000 views i was still at fort campbell and it was a skit about um how they changed the time for formation it was me and and uh, one of my good friends uh he's retired now uh sergeant thomas and basically we were on the phone and it was a, hey, you know, um, formations at this time, make sure you're not late. And then it, it cut to me driving and I'm looking at the time and I'm like, oh, I'm going to be late. And then I get a phone call. Hey, formation was canceled. I don't know if they told you. And it went, it went, it, it got a, a, a good amount of views. And I was like, okay, so am I getting in trouble now? What's going to happen? You know, right. I don't know who saw it. And I kind of left it there. And then when I got to Belgium, um, the first two weeks, I didn't really have anything going on. And they sent me on a tasking to, uh, where did we go? Gosh, I forgot where we went. I don't want to say Poland. It wasn't Poland. Latvia. There it is. So we oh, went to Latvia. That place. And uh, we were there for about two weeks. And once we got everything set up and they had a couple of warrant officers set everything up. So we just plugged it in and then we were just done. I was like, well, let me try to make another video. And I did the staff the staff duty video and I made a page to go with it. And that's when it really took off that video. Within that day, I had 27,000 followers. I was like, okay, let me oh, see. Wow. If I, you know, I need to try to like keep this going. I need to come up with right. something, with something else that they, oh, Simpson sessions. What else? What else? What else? Pronouncing stuff wrong. And it just, it went from there. It's just, okay, what else can people relate to? Mm -hmm. you know, to, to oh, keep yeah. It's like the army is like like a a Google for like skits because there's so much crap that happens that you can't even yeah you can't even explain sometimes and then at the end of the day you're just like what did I do today like yeah. 
Yes. It's like you, you kind of understand when your kids, when you ask your kids, like, yo, what'd you do at school? And they're like, I don't know. That's how it is. You get off work. <laughs> like, yo, what'd you do for work? I don't know. Like, <laughs> But you did stuff, though. You, you did thing. You probably did a lot of stuff. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, so like when, when that started taking off and stuff, were you getting approached by people in the unit or people on the installation? Like, Hey, I seen you, your page, Like, did it kind of go that way? Yeah. So, um, well, it was actually different. It kind of freaked me out because I was doing everything in Belgium. The folks that I was there with, they knew me, you know, so I knew them yeah. and they'd be like, yeah, I saw your video. That was real funny. And then that right. would be the end of it. You know, it's like, all right, get your ass to work, you know, go on. Do what you do. <laughs> and, um, it didn't really hit me. Um, as to how it had taken off until I had to come stateside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came home. Um, I had a, a class that I had to go to actually. And I went in the PX and I went to the food court. And it was like a group of NCOs that was like, oh, yo, you're the female that does the videos on Facebook. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? What is this? You know, I'm taking pictures and I'm hugging people. I'm like, oh, it's so good to meet you. <laughs> you know, and I'm happening. It's like I made so many new friends and I freak <laughs> out. Like, I love it. The people that hang out with me, like people who do know me, they hate it. Because I'll, <laughs> I'll be eating and someone will come up, hey, I need a picture with you. They don't say hi or nothing. They're just like, I need a picture with you. And everyone else is like, yo, like, damn, she can't eat. Like, I, 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 I just, I love it. I love it so much. So That's awesome. around, come say hello. Of course, yeah. If I'm ever that way, I'm gonna be. Like, I'm gonna go look. I'm go down to the Fort. Was it Fort Camp? Fort Campbell? I'm, where at, at? Fort, I'm, I'm at Fort Knox now. Oh, Fort Knox. That's the one. I'm just gonna go around Fort Knox and be like, I'm looking for <laughs> amuse the Facebook lady on the PA system on post. Please report to the PX. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm gonna show up, and then everybody else is gonna be. Like, hey, with the wave of people. I'll get to you in a minute. I know you're the only one to see me, but I need to go talk to them. <laughs> now, another one that kind of ties into it is, is how do you, how do, do you and Yusha uh, Thomas know each other? You guys friends, or did this kind of yeah. happen like? So we are actual friends. Um, we weren't when it first started. I didn't really know him, and he had reached out to me, and I was like, "Who's this dude?" You know. Uh, it was before he got started and mm-hmm. I, I was so busy trying not to get in trouble like okay let me make sure that my stuff is right mm-hmm. um, and he had reached out to me and he was telling me about Drew a combat veteran he was like yeah this yeah. guy should really reach out to him and I'm like well who is that you know like I don't know these people yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to be on a large level right now I'm still in I don't know what's going to come from what I've done already right and, um, it we we ended up um, talking back and forth on Messenger, like damn near every day, like exchanging ideas, like, hey, let's see if we can do this. Let's see if we can do that. And I actually met him face to face for the first time. I want to say it was like 2016. No, no, no. No, like 2015. I went to Georgia on leave uh, mm. to my now husband. Um, because he was stationed at Gordon. So I went to see him and Yusha was in ATL. He was like, hey, come do some videos. And that's when we did all the, the old school drill sergeant ones. We did right. all the drills on leave. And me and him have been close ever since. He actually, um, he was here. He's back in it. He moved to Atlanta, but he was actually here uh, for a little while. And we did a couple of videos. But yeah, that's my ace right there. Yeah. 
He's he's he cracks me up too. He's he's another funny one. Like he's 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 funny also, and so is Drew. Drew's I like his older videos. One of my favorite with his was when he brought his Spanish friend uh, Tommy or whatever his name is uh-huh. when he when he was speaking all the Spanish and he yeah the recruiter that doesn't speak English oh, that one and then when they were training and he's like you book a book me is going all like that. But <laughs> yeah, it's true. Are, it's yeah, it's true. It is because I had a guy like that. So I know. So I was laughing extra hard because I knew a sergeant like that. So it was even funnier. We so had that, a, that, I went to a WLC in Hawaii and uh, we had a sergeant out there. I forget his name, but he was explaining to us the task that we had to do when he kept saying stuff like objective. <laughs> what did he say? You got to pay attention to the objective. <laughs> is this objective? <laughs> you saying objective, and I, I knew I was like, yeah, this is gonna be a long day, and it was. Yeah, a long day. I didn't know what was going on. I had a platoon sergeant like that. I'm I'm artillery by trade. I'm a field artilleryman, so like our platoon sergeant, the smoke, is the guy who runs the platoon. And I had a Spanish guy like that for about seven months, and oh, it was so hard when he was trying to do stuff and talk things, and then when he was just going, we'd be like, and I speak Spanish, and I'd be like, he's like, are you? <laughs> Are you catching this right now? Like, it's like I was like, look, I'm gonna listen to half, and then you listen to half, and then maybe we'll get, maybe we'll occupy the howitzers in the right place. Well, maybe. hopefully we're not pointed the wrong way, you know, like. <laughs> so about ten yeah. degrees off, okay. Okay. okay? For real. So now I think that's awesome. Like, um, the the what you do, I like what you provide with those kids too. Like, it's just a little bit of humor because you know laughter is good. Uh, for the soul helps like you know it helps relieve stuff and like even when I talked with um Sarah the social media manager from vet tv and what they do there and that stuff is funny because that's also true too it's like what you guys do but then on a tv level so right. like right. It's, it's actually really funny some of I, that stuff I actually had like my first fangirl moment he uh Donnie O'Malley sent me a message in my inbox he's like hey you're funny af and I'm like <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, my husband was so mad. I was like, "Calm down, calm down." <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, he's a he's a. I like what he does too, and I like the one of the. I was did a little reading up on him before I talked to their social media manager, and I like he went to an interview on TV in shorts and a T-shirt and sandals. That was funny. I was like, "Well, that's a veteran right there for you." I mean, yeah, matter of fact, I think they're out at Camp Pendleton right now doing a whole bunch of CrossFit stuff. Yeah, they're doing something because I was gonna talk to him, but I ended up talking with Sarah instead because mm-hmm. he's he had like two, three different things going on at the same time, and I was like, okay, yeah, cool, you know, no big deal. You know what makes me so mad is before all of this, like before all of the the cancer and everything. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> children, somebody come get the door for me, please. <laughs> It was like before all of the the cancer and everything started, I was in California as a recruiter. So it's like as soon as I leave, I'm finding out, oh, Drew's in California. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Marine rapper is in California. Charlie, the Navy guy. And now everyone's in California. And I'm just like, okay, all right. So here I am back on the East Coast, you know, fine, fine. like, y'all wait for me to leave. That's cool. <laughs> exactly. Now you want to tell everybody where you at. It's, <laughs> I would have had so much fun if I would have known that. I would have been all over L.A. trying to find them. Oh, yeah. 
I'm actually from LA too. So, oh, snap. No, it's like yeah. LA, like, like the good like part, Inglewood, like Inglewood. Like, like, you know, they got different parts. Like Inglewood. No, 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 <laughs> not not like the the big old Bel Airs. No, like by LAX, Inglewood, Hawthorne. Oh, yeah. Those, yeah. those, those areas. I went to that airport one time, and I, w- I was like, y'all need to fly into Ontario. My sister, Canada? No, California. Get it right. I'll be the fly I'm never going to LAX again. Oh, they're so well, rude. It's that, so- that airport is crazy. It's, yes. it's a nightmare. But uh, now, and I know this is coming towards the to end of your thing now. We're going to hit on um, when you, when did you find out that you were uh, diagnosed with breast cancer? I was in the shower. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, um, I was about to say, whoa. <laughs> well, I mean, but I was. Like, so um, I would say August of, what was it August of last year? Yeah, 2018. August of 2018. No, 2019. Yes, August of 2019. I'm sorry. Um, I actually <laughs> discovered a lump on the right side. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like, well, what is this? Like, I don't. Yeah. What the hell? And um, I was getting ready for a PHA, so I didn't really think anything of it. I was like, well, I'll just wait. You know, we'll do the PHA and I'll have them check it during the PHA because that's what it's for. You know, periodic health assessment. Mm -hmm. And I went in for it and they were like, oh, well, no, we'll set you up with a referral. So like a month and a half later, you know, I'm going in a panic. Like, hey, there's something on me. I need someone to 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 physically put hands on me and let me know what this is. So it wasn't until September. Um, because I was a recruiter, I reached out to Sergeant Major Gavia, who was the uh, uh, Usarek Command Sergeant Major at the time. She's retired now, off living her best life, I'm sure. Um, and she uh, reached out to the Naval Hospital out there in California. And that's when I found out. They were like, yeah, so, you know, you did the biopsy and it is cancer. And um, the day that I found out about what was on the right side, it's about an hour drive from where I live to get from where I was at to the hospital and I made it all the way to the house and they were like, Hey, we need you to come back because we see something on the left side. It kind of looks like what's on the right side, but we we couldn't feel it and Mm -hmm. couldn't see it until we did like an MRI. So I come back and they're like, yeah, so you got another different type of breast cancer on the left side. Oh, wow. It was like like family history or. No, no family history. Wow, so that's I'm really actually, an anomaly. I'm trying to figure out some stuff now. It might have been related to some stuff that was in the water when I was stationed in Damari. I had to stay in those barracks, so it like I'm doing a lot of research because a lot of stuff is coming out. Haven't quite figured it out yet, but I am working on that because I do not have a family history. I don't carry the gene or anything because that was like my big thing. I was like, okay, so what do do I carry? Do, do I do I have it? Like if I have children, is this something that I'm gonna have to worry about them getting? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we're we're looking into that. Um, and they were saying the type of breast cancer that I had kind of feeds on my estrogen. So I was like, "You telling me I got cancer because I'm a woman? Like, <laughs> is that what you're telling me right now?" <laughs> and it was just, I think I I think for me the way I handle stress and everything try to find the the humor in it, the the funny in it. And immediately I was on like, okay, it's time to clown. When do I get my boobs? What's going on with that? And the lady <laughs> like, I just told you that you had breast cancer. You got two different kinds. Mm-hmm. 
Where's the plastic surgeon? We need to discuss some things. Okay, that's what you're saying. Chemo, got it. I got to do chemo. I got that. Radiation, cool. Where's the plastic surgeon? Because I've been waiting for this moment for all of my life. Like, <laughs> instant, instant, just, hey, we got to, got to, got to, got to get that done, you know, and just keep smiling, keep laughing. Life keeps going. You got a child to think about. You can't be sad and oppressed, you know, all day at the moment. And then you move forward. And that's just what I did. Right. And then it sounds like you had a really good support system, too, because I know when it comes to something like that, that's very important. Yes, I had a very good support system um, once I left California. Yeah, once oh. I got out of California, that the chain of command there, is, it was it was kind of weird. I won't say the station that I was in was good mm-hmm. or was bad, but because they were good. They were like, look, don't worry about it. But, you know, I'm, I'm going through like the diagnosis and all that stuff. And, you know, the chain of command is like, oh, well, she can come in and make phone calls. And I'm like, look, I'm telling you now, if I come in that office and make a phone call, not only will you not get them to join the army, you're going to get every other person that you got coming in for a freaking interview because I'm going to shout it out. I got cancer right now. You see what I'm doing? Like, I'm ruining everything. Like, it was crazy to me. Like, y'all want me to come in and do this? And, and you know, this is what we're going through? Like, you know, some some people in China, no common sense whatsoever. I just, None. Just or enough. compassion either. And I dealt with that, too. And it's like, yeah. like... You can do stuff. You can do that stuff from home. You know, exactly. you can call people from home. You can bring your laptop from from the office exactly. to home and make calls. You don't need it. But that app for that. Exactly. It's like it's like the whole time I was in it. I'm sure you can attest this too. It's like there is an obsession with your physical body being there at work, and even if you're not doing anything. Nothing. Nothing going on. Where is yes. our use? Well, I mean, she didn't have anything to do. Well, where? Well, I mean, where is she at? She probably at home. Why is she there? Why is she not here? I'm pretty sure there's something. So now yes. you got to find something to do. Yes. Or it's three o'clock. Nothing's going on. Can we go home? No, we don't get off till 1700. Then comes 1630. Oh, hey, we just got to do this, this, this. It's like, where was this at? At nine o'clock, 10, 11, 12, one, two. Where was all this at? Exactly. You know? I actually so, did a video on that, like all day, like the entire video was me just sitting around doing nothing all day. I'm playing <laughs> with orange juice, I'm playing with the blinds, and then I'm getting ready to get into my car. And they're like, "Hey, we got some mandatory training that gotta be done." And I like <laughs> slam the car door and walk back inside. It's just yeah, the, that's uh... now the the amount of material that you get from this job is amazing. You know? <laughs> oh, I know, it's it's incredible, and uh. And I, I really I commend you for having such high spirits on having that, you know, uh, breast cancer and being being able to spin it because I know that's a hard thing to to tussle with and to add that alone. And uh, my girlfriend, she actually like we talked before, she had stage four cancer and she put it in basically in remission naturally without any chemo or radiation. And I know I'm going to get you two to link up to talk about that because yeah. she did certain things with natural stuff and and things and. I'm definitely definitely interested in trying to to learn exactly how she did that because if it comes back, you know, who knows? I know they're all about, hey, this medicine right here, that medicine right there, trying to push it on. Because, you know, they get, they, I don't know. Well, I won't say they get paid for it, but, you know, you, I didn't have to come out of pocket, but I can only imagine what it would cause someone who, you know, wasn't in the army, didn't have TRICARE or anybody to cover them, how much it would cost. Because they actually missed one of my payments and I got the bill for it. And it was for um, 
I think it was for um, <clears throat> just one chemo session. And that was like $1,700. Like, yeah. So I had 20 of those to do. So I, I was just like, yeah, mm-mm. thank you, Army, for that one. Oh, yeah, no, I know it. And that's one that when I was diagnosed as a type 1 diabetic, like the insulin, uh, the, the, the Dexcom sensor alone is $370 just for one. And it's crazy you know? that it costs that much here in the United States, but then you can go somewhere else and it's like, oh, yeah, here, just take it. I mean, you need yeah. three here. Take that one, too. Like, mm-hmm. I do that. Oh, my God. It don't make no yeah. sense. They it make doesn't. I need to learn how to make medicine. That's what <laughs> I need. Actually, that's, that's, that's what my girlfriend does. So, and that's how she was able to uh, push that cancer down to from four to three to two to one. Yeah. By by doing that, she's Native American, so she they're really skilled and talented in those areas in mm-hmm. making medicine and and things like that. And I don't understand some of it sometimes, but I know it works. Like she's got me drinking teas and oh, this boosts your immune system. Do these three packets in this tea, and I'm like, well, okay, you know what's I just like how many carbs are in it because that's what I look for. Is, are there <laughs> any carbs in the? <laughs> no, there's no carbs in it. Oh, okay, cool. I'll take that. No, that how's it gonna make me feel? Are there carbs though? Because you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to stay slim. You know. Oh, for me, the, the for me, the carbs it raises my blood sugar. So like any type of carb, you know, like so where you can go drink a soda and be okay. If I go drink a soda and don't take no insulin, I'm gonna be laid up on the couch of the bed for at least an hour, Golly. trying to recover. So like I constantly have to inject insulin into my body. So. Yeah. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh uh, well, I made sure I gave enough insulin before <laughs> I ate. Okay. <laughs> As I looked at my pen, I saw the food. I was like, okay, twelve units. <laughs> <laughs> gave myself a buffer, and then okay. Oh, it says I'm gonna go go low. Nope. Let's start eating. And just started eating food. <laughs> and then and then it was the playing the roller coaster game because when you see the the train, it goes like this. So it's like then it's the roller coaster game, making sure it doesn't go too high or too low. But it was actually pretty good Thanksgiving. I gave myself the right amount. I like to say that I am a doctor without a doctor's degree. Okay. Because okay. I gotta I gotta jab myself, I gotta check this, and well, I can do the right number and everything, right units, and still go high or low. So mm. that's kind of how I roll with it, you know. And and we can pass some of those to you as well when we connect later. You can get schooled up on that stuff. When we connect, when we connect, connect, <laughs> when we connect. Yes. <laughs> now I know I saw a thing where you now this I'm actually excited about this one is you starting your own podcast also. So Ooh. I don't I don't I don't even really know what it's about. I just know that it's called I think it's called the real me like m dot e like abbreviated. So mm-hmm. tell everybody watching what that one's about because I'm curious about that one too and I think it's kind of cool that you're doing it. Okay, so um, I came up with the idea, I would say maybe at the beginning of, of November, I was like, I want to talk to people, you know, about what their real military experience is. So when I say the real Emmy, the real me, it's the real military experience. That's what that stands for. And um, I kind of wanted to allow regular soldiers, you know, most people, they're like, oh, you know, we got... Sergeant Major of the Army coming to talk to us, or we got the acting AG commander from the Pentagon. Like I wanted to talk to regular soldiers, like soldiers mm-hmm. that are that are down with us. You know, mm-hmm. hey, what's your experience been like? You know, so far is it good? Is it bad? You know, and, I, and I'm willing to talk about 
everything. Like if you had a good experience, hey, I want to hear about it. If you had a bad experience, I want to hear about it. You're retired. Okay. What was your transition, you know, like coming out of the military? Or you're thinking about coming in. Okay, what are some of the questions that you have? Um, trying to get promoted, you you're you're trying to to switch over, you know, green to gold, just mm-hmm. all the experiences. Hey, you went to basic training in 1957. <laughs> or, uh, or how are you alive right now? You know, stuff like that. I, it's just, yeah. it's cool. So I'll have that. And then I have my portion where it's the, uh, it's kind of like a vet giving back to vet type deal. So I was able to get a whole bunch of promotional um, items. If you look oh, back there, that's. I see that, that fancy little wooden yeah. sculpture there. So there's, it's actually a, a barrel head. I have it standing up in oh. front of four other barrel heads this guy made um he's actually in louisville so i went to go pick him up and he made me one with my name on it and i was like okay so this one's definitely for me and then i had the united states i got one air force one marine and one navy um i think i would tell him hey i'm gonna need a coast guard yeah he's leaving us out so that'll be more (laughs) lines of um at the end of the interview um i'll go into the nominees are what we call them. So I have folks that have written me letters saying, hey, I nominate this person to receive one of the free vet to vet gifts because on this day, this situation happened. This is how they helped me. This is how they changed my life or they might have saved their lives. And it's like, okay, cool. So we're going to donate this to them, you know, so you give me your address or, you know, if you want to be interviewed, inbox me, give me your contact information. And when I get a chance, I'll reach out. So I have a whole lineup of people um, who are ready to talk about their military experience. And I, I don't even know if I have enough time in the day to get through all of them. I'm so scared to look at my inbox right now. It's like, OK, oh. so I got I got <laughs> about 10 people lined up and that's not that didn't even put a dent. Oh, I know. I know, I know the moment <clears throat> I saw that post and I wrote on there, and that's when I wrote your song. I actually feel kind of blessed that you saw my message because <laughs> when I saw the comments, I was like, oh, geez. you yeah. know what? I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm going to, I'm going to just manifest it and be like, you know what? She's going to write me. Somebody, <laughs> she's either going to write me on Instagram. She's going to write me on Facebook. She's going to write me in the messenger somewhere. She's going to write me somewhere. And mm-hmm. I just threw it out there. You and caught the day. The Lord was with you that day because that inbox was. I was just going through, and you got it. So you got to go through all of the hateful ones. You got to mm-hmm. go through the good ones. You got to go through the ones that's just you know they they don't want anything. They just want to say, "Hey, I just want to see if you was gonna respond." It's like, what? <laughs> bless their heart. <laughs> you know, so, and it it's it's. I'm so scared of that inbox. Like I never know what I'm gonna find in that inbox. I I I try my hardest not to look at it for too long or I'll get lost inside of it, but I'll go through mm-hmm. find some stuff and I caught up. And then within 10 minutes, I was back to where I was. I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to pause right here. And then yep. when I get ready to start back up and go in, I'll, you know, go, Hey, contact numbers. And eventually I'll be able to reach out to you. Cause this is something that I would like to do at least once a week. Right. And then that's, that's, that's kind of what I do too. I do it once a week. Next week I got two in one day, so just because of the the company that I'm doing, um, right. he's going on like on a vacation and stuff. So and I know that happens, but I know when because I know you're doing the records only, yes, yeah, so live. Only. So yeah. you can you can you can knock out more. Yeah, well, not only that, but um, 
So I, I did a, 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 I'll say a run through because my internet cut off yesterday, like in the middle, like everything just shut down. And kids were like, oh, mom. I'm like, I don't know. I paid the bill and it was something. Other. And uh, it came back up. So, you know, they, they, they left me afterwards. Um, but we did a run through. So I know I need to do a download only because I need to be able to edit because the language was so, I was like, oh. Oh, we got a conversation. Oh, all right. I mean, yes. So I definitely need to be able to edit it. I need to put um, the the disclaimer in the beginning. Hey, this video may con- contain strong language or, hey, this video may mm-hmm. contain um, a story that may be disturbing to some viewers, mm-hmm. you know, and then I need to be able to record what the veteran business donor ordered I got to talk about that, talk about their business, give them a shout out. And I got to put all of that together. So that's why that's one of the reasons I did the record only. And another reason is um, I was able to monetize. So any funds that come from this podcast will go to building the podcast more or being able to get more donations out to the veterans that have been nominated. So I don't know. Yeah, that's super awesome. I think that's that's really great with what you're doing to get, uh, you know, people. Call I say down on the line, you know, because that's that's where you get your best information is when you talk to soldiers on the line. Exactly. Not taking away from the people who are up on, you know, who are up in the command and not taking away from them. Mm-hmm. But I know sometimes they kind of forget what the line is like or where they came from. Exactly. You know, and, you know they get and, up and like, oh, well, I don't have to see the soldiers or I don't have to do mm-hmm. this. Like, yo, we got training going on. You're going to come down? Oh, training. What's that? I don't do training. You know, yeah, like oh, I'm this now. I don't need to do that. So it's like it's good that you're actually going down, you know, back down to to the line and and talking to people and things like that and all the different types of topics too. I think is actually really really cool that you're going from like active to retired to transition and, yeah. and, so, and I mean, doing that. Pretty much, basically, you know, whatever experience that they want to share, I'm going to let them share. Like I'm not going to be like, oh well, you know, I don't think we can. We can talk about that. He's like, no, this is your story. You tell your story the way you want to tell it. I will facilitate in case I have a question. You know, Easy uh, Easy Mac was talking about some stuff yesterday. I was like, I have several questions. Um, <laughs> get into it. So that one's going to be real interesting. Like I said, we're going to try to redo it today so I can get everything edited. I'm going to try to get it posted tomorrow at least by 2000 because I know it's going to be a lot of editing going on just based mm-hmm. on the conversation we had yesterday, he's got so many interesting stories because he just came off of the deployment. And I will tag you in it. I'm telling you, like, the stories. He was saying some stuff, and, like, my face was turning upside down. I was like, what did you just say? (laughs) What? (laughs) What? So there, there, it was a couple of incidents out there. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be very entertaining, uh, very insightful, you know, and I hope Mm. people tune in to watch. Oh yeah, yeah I'll definitely. I'll be I'll be looking for that one then, and put, I will I will stand in line and wait my turn for that one. <laughs> you know, because uh, I I definitely have a an interesting story as as well, where kind of you know, like I told you, rising up, did a whole bunch of good things, made a mistake, fell down, mm-hmm. then got out, fell down some more, and mm-hmm. then you know started to climb back up, and here I am. And there's a whole lot to it. There's a lot of insightful stuff and things and i look forward to sharing that with you on a different side this time i'll be on the other side of the screen be on the other side i'll be like what's up everybody how's it going we got eric <laughs> for real yes <laughs> no that's super awesome and uh and 
just to kind of touch up, close up on that podcast as I look at my notes here. Just again, people check out that podcast. It's going to be coming. Um, she'll tag me in the first one and then I'll like it. And then when I see them pop up, I'll share them on my page also on both my pages on the warrior mindset and motivation podcast page and my personal page just so i'll share them both to give you a little spread and i saw that you have another little side business on there too with butter or something oh goodness so it's not my business it is my niece's business and business okay. is open. like we can't keep up so i, I saw I, it. I saw the link and i was like what is it at first i thought it was like clothes and i was like okay she's making clothes and i was like butter <laughs> i was like is that like butter you eat? Like what? What's happening here? No. Like they make butter in the house. Do not eat it. Don't eat it. Do not eat it. <laughs> you might have to put a label on that for me. Please do not eat. So, um, I'm trying to keep her away from boys, and this is just one of the many ways. So, as long as she's busy with the business, also got her a puppy. Trying to <laughs> I, I'm doing everything I can to keep her away from boys, and it seems to be working so far. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna stay with it, but um. We started it two months ago and, you know, I was like, all right, so we got to get a recipe down. We got to figure out what to use. And I have extremely sensitive skin. So I was mm. like, I will be your guinea pig. So it's actually called Ozra Butter. So it's her first name and butter. So it's like body butters and they're made from 100% African shea butter. Oh, a little bit goes a long way. And once you put it on, like you are more, like all day, your skin is smooth, Um it helps with the dryness, cracked skin. You can use it in your hair, and it comes in different scents. So a lot of people like the lavender. The mm. baby powder is a good one. The rose is a good one. And the eucalyptus. Those are like our top sellers. But we also have like the lemon, the cucumber melon, which is my mm. favorite. You know, we're starting. I'm, I still have to clean her page up a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so www.ozrabutters.com. That's A-Z-R-A-H-B-U-T-T-E-R-S. Dot com. Um, and yeah, place your order. We actually, as soon as I'm done with this and I get done with my interview with Easy Mac, we literally have to go to the Hobby Lobby here. And then we have to drive 45 minutes to Louisville and hit all five Hobby Lobbies out there because the jars, like the design that we can work with, specific jars are needed in Hobby Lobby. They sell out so fast. I'm just, oh, I'm yeah, as well. You'd be surprised. You'd think, oh, it's just a craft store will be there. No, they all go through and they get some new ticket item and it just goes, shoot, gone. Damn, them women, they be in there like, I got candles to make and I got this and I got that. Like, it's a, like, <laughs> it's a war out here. It is a war. <laughs> I would rather be deployed than to be running through Hobby Lobby trying to get the jars before Sarah get them damn jars. Like, it is a lot. <laughs> so see, people, there you go. If you want smooth skin, you don't have to go commercial products. Get some some easy butter. Look, she, she's demonstrating over here. Get easy butter. And for guys, I I like smooth skin. I mean, I got smoothness going on over here too. So, mm -hmm. so I like the smooth skin. So I'm get me some easy butter on my skin. And it's not the kind you eat. Say it again. Don't so, eat it. <laughs> see her face. Don't eat it. She's serious. Don't eat it. Don't put it on toast. It no. <laughs> Don't put it in the in the toaster or anything. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. So all right. So as we as we wrap this up over here, um, if you got something for veterans, even and I know I got civilians watching too. I think <laughs> she's over here low crawling over here. What the heck? <laughs> um, if you got anything for them, you know, um, 
words of wisdom, insight, or anything. And I'm mainly for veterans, but I know civilians watch too, so I apply it to them, even though this is a veteran-driven podcast. What's what's one closing statement you would want to give these people here watching today? I would say pay attention. You know, a lot of people have their own agenda and, you know, they're so focused on them that they might not notice that their battle buddy or their friend might be falling, you know, at some point in life. So just take the time to pay attention, talk to people, you know, find out what's going on with them. And, you know, just keep in mind that everybody goes through things. You know, if you need to talk, talk to someone. Um, if you don't have anybody to talk to at the time, you know, you can, I mean, you can try to inbox me and I'll try to get to your message. You know, just reach out, you know, give it a shot. Do like Eric, you know, just yeah. speak it into existence, put it in all caps, you know, maybe I'll see it. But yeah, pay attention. Um, head mm. on the screen, stay alert, stay alive, you know. Always That's be awesome. what's going on around you. I could I can tell you joined when I joined because only people that say stay alert, stay alive is the era that I joined. That you was know. that was the model when we were in HAC Discom. It's like stay alert, stay alive. You know. That was uh that was that was one of the things I would tell when I became a squad leader when we would before we would go out and say two things, I'd say, Hey, we stay alert, stay alive, and we all come back or we all don't. You know, that was our two things. And it was like, Roger that, Chief. And like, let's go. So yeah. that was that's something I got bred in with that. So I was, yeah. it was warming my heart to hear that. <laughs> stay stay, up, stay up. Yeah, yeah. So that, that, yeah. I think that's that's perfect. Um, and for those, uh, she, she said it well, uh, red flags are there. They're, they're there and they exist. And, mm-hmm. they, and they'll make themselves known. You just have to. And it's not even necessarily know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. They will make themselves known. Yeah. All you got to look. You just have to look. Look at the way they talk. Look at the way they walk. Are they normally a social person and then they disengage? You know, like, do they normally answer your call or and then now they're not? Or they do they they don't text back so fast as they used to? Like, there's different. There's a whole bunch of things. And, and even you know, with that, like, you know, you might have a soldier that's constantly in trouble. You know, it's not just the you know, well, they were acting this way and now they're acting this way. They could be acting a certain way and that's how they always were. And, you know, maybe you just got to get down to the bottom of, you know, what's going on, you know. And then that's that's what I learned, too, when I was uh, leading soldiers also is especially if there's a guy or or a female who's who's acting a certain way. Why are they acting that way? Mm -hmm. You know, like, why are they being so disrespectful? Why are they being a knucklehead or Mm -hmm. a troublemaker? I would always take the soldiers <clears throat> off. Like I had soldiers that would come to me that weren't even in my platoon. They'd be like, hey, Sergeant Muse, you know, can I talk to you? Yeah. It's like, well, where did I would always ask them, well, where's your NCO? Oh, yeah. Not saying that I'm not going to talk to you, but where's your NCO? Right. Before you talk to me, is this something that they talk to you about? Are you about to get in trouble? Are you about to try to play the mom dad card? Or do you seriously need to talk to me? And they'd be like, well, I would just rather talk to you. All right, well, yeah. come on. We go in the conference room or or wherever, and they would you know tell me what was going on, personal, not personal, something dealing with somebody at work, and I'd be like, all right, well, you know what, let's let's go take care of this right now, you know. And yeah. They would stand behind me, oh, Mama Goose in the front. <laughs> so um, this is what's going on, and they behind me like peeking over the shoulder, like you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, if they were justified in it, you know, I wouldn't just right. yeah. people. Yeah, because sometimes it's just, you know, they over-exaggerate. But, mm-hmm. no, yeah, I think it's uh, just pay. Like, I think that's perfect. That's a, that's a I, I get good closing messages on every single podcast I do. And this is another good one. Pay attention. 
that you don't even have to explain that anymore. Just pay attention, pay attention and just look. Yeah. Uh, and you, and you'll see. And especially if you know that person really well, you'll, you'll, you'll pick it up like this, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you can make an impact in somebody's life. So do that today. Pay attention to people today. Pay attention to your friends. Reach out to a friend today and actually text someone or call someone you haven't spoken to in a while. So I'm challenging people with that today. Do that. And, and who knows? Maybe that message or text or Facebook message or whatever might have stopped them from doing something stupid. Exactly. So, exactly. So, so do that today. Um, so again, thank you for coming on here and talking. You know, Facebook likes to cut stuff off at an hour. So we're at almost 50. Oh, so, okay. So yeah, I keep an eye on the timer too. So I, that way I drive the whole thing, you know. Okay. Look, I'm learning a lot. I'm learning. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, you would have did one and it would have cut off on you. It'd have been like been talking and then the video would have went black. So <laughs> okay, so this is what we're doing. So this is what we're doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and then it's also great. Um, it was awesome having you on here. And then next week I got two. And this special treat, you know, just because I'm not gonna do one on Christmas, I'm gonna give. I did one on Thanksgiving with Reggie Grant, former NFL and entre- NFL defensive back with the Jets and entrepreneur. So Thanksgiving was uh, I did one there, but Christmas will have a break, so I'm doing two next week. I'm talking to um, former military police who's actually here local, uh, who was in the military as well. Ah, I can't remember if she's Marines or Army. I'm I'm gonna get nailed for that one as soon as I turn this one off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I can't even remember, but I know it's one of those two. Pretty sure it's Army because I think I said Marines last time, so I'm pretty sure it's Army. It's Army MP, so well, I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna hold my guns to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she went. She she's also a pretty interesting individual, and we'll talk to her. And then later that day, we're gonna talk with Mission Twenty Two, and they're a nonprofit organization that uh, tries to support and put a dent in veteran suicide. And I'm talking with their wellness coordinator. Oh, geez. I just got yelled from the bedroom. Army. <laughs> so, so I was right. You were right. Yeah. She just had to yell it, though. But she yelled right, it. <laughs> so we're, we're talking with Mission 22 next week also. And that's going to be a great thing as well. Uh, so we're going to knock both of those before Christmas. And then I'll I'll do a video on Christmas Eve where just kind of like by myself for like holiday spirit and cheer. So. Again, thank you for coming on here. And, you know, you're so busy. So I appreciate it for you taking that little portion of time out. And yeah, because I know, I know it. And I'll message you and then I was like, okay, I know she's going to be a while. So I'll put my phone down. Then I'll be like, ding. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait just a sec, you know, because I, I always, it's always around me or I'm doing something with my page or Instagram. So I have it on me and I'm able to text back quickly because I'm always doing something on there. But right. then, it's uh, I know you got your here there, like you about to be Hobby Lobbies all day. So. <laughs> it's Hobby Lobby like, an interview, like I still I got all that stuff to do. Like I have yeah, so in what I got to do today. Exactly. So I just said I appreciate you taking you carving out a little bit of this time to do this and to kind of help uh share your story and have a show other veterans, especially uh, females with breast cancer, that say hey, you know it's not a bad thing. Um, yes, it's an unfortunate situation, but it's only that way if you make it that way. And I think what you're doing with it is super awesome, and I commend you for it. Thank 100%. you. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, I'll tune in next week, everybody, as we talk, and I will see everybody later. Bye. <laughs>